Today is May the 9th. The Yankees just took two out of three from the Nats. A couple walk-offs. How about it? R.I.P. John Boy. We miss you. We love you. Let's talk Yanks. What's going on, everybody? I mean, just hearing myself do the intro, that feels weird. Welcome to Talking Yanks, brought to you by DraftKings. BBD is here. You will notice that my good friend, occasional lover, John Boy is not here. He is recovering, we think. (laughs) Uh, Jimmy got pretty sick on Friday uh, and he kind of tapped out and was recovering, and then he also had his vac shot this weekend. So John Boy is hurting. Uh, tweeted him, give him some love. Uh, he needs it right now. You know, should be getting better. Hopefully, he's on the way back up. Uh, me and BBD are going to carry the ship. We're going to have a special guest appearance mid episode. A person who's been on Talking Yanks a lot. I'll just reveal it. it's Brian Hoke. Uh, so we'll get Brian Hoke's thoughts uh, on this Yankees homestand. Seven and two, mm-hmm. nine games. The Detroit Tigers, we took care of them. Uh, the Houston Astros and all the chaos that came with this, that, and then the, the end of this series. Uh, the Nationals, where the Yankees lost the first one. They bounced back. A nice little homestand. Luke Voigt should be returning soon. BBD, how are you, my beautiful friend? Jake, I'm doing a lot better than Jimmy right now. Yeah. Uh, he's he's feeling it at a few ends, as I understand it. Oh, I don't know, just a few different ailments going on. I think. Oh, I I mean, I guess we haven't heard if he's still lingering from the Friday stuff, but separate issues. I thought you meant literally. No. Okay. But I like saying that when people are sick. Yeah. Just even if they aren't, and uh, yeah, found out. I was going to be doing this j- just long enough before to get kind of nervous about it. Ooh, okay. So I like that. So we'll see how this goes. So if everyone could just be cool about it. Yeah. Okay. BBD's nervous. You know what? You just got to harness those nerves, BBD. That's what it's all about. Um, and you know what? I think I'll do something half slutty, half nice. Um, you know what you guys can do? We never do this. Go leave a five-star review and say, get better, Jimmy, and leave some nice words about him. We're... Uh, We're a couple reviews behind another Yankees pod that had a three-year head start on us. And if we could finally get over that hurdle, I think that might make the big guy feel better. So uh, we never asked for that, but if you could, five stars, talking Yanks, say something nice about Jimmy. Pick him up. Pick him up. That's what good teams do. You pick up your guy. It would make his last 72-ish hours worth it. God, bad, bad 72 hours. Uh, We got the live chat going on. Thank you, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Man, the Yankees, how about it? 7-2 homestand. I know I I talked to Trevor Plouffe on the uh, the pregame show that we've started doing, him and Chris Rose, subbed in for Rosie. And I was like, you know, is it... Is it obnoxious to say the Yankees need to win six, seven games on this homestand? And he said no. Like, teams... 
especially the Yankees, play for their homestands now. And the Yankees, they did it, man. They took care of the Tigers, swept them, and then they won the other two series. Uh, We finally win on a record day, which that's nice. But there was a little bit of fear, you know, when the Yankees lost the first game of this set, and then you got Scherzer game two, which we'll talk about that in a little bit. For the Yankees to come back, they get two walk-off wins. One is, you know, the fake extra innings, whatever we do now in extras. And then today was a nice one. Uh, you know, they had they were set up in the eighth. Everyone thought they were going to do it there. Uh, Stanton gets it done. We'll talk about that in the burns a little bit. Uh, BBD, what do we need to do for housekeeping? Uh, well, I think we're getting the biggest absence of the team back very soon. Yeah, I mean, it look, it looks like Tuesday. Voight's back. Yeah, they haven't said it. They were like dancing around it. They did Yankees. very much Aaron Boone quotes. They said he was in play for Tuesday, which it's like okay. Yeah, I hope if Luke Voight's in play that we play him. <laughs> so, uh, and it just makes sense. Like he got a full week, maybe even a little more of rehab in. He's been killing it. He had another mm-hmm. nuke today. Uh, so, yeah, the next time we talk, Luke Voigt should be back with the Yankees. So that's really exciting, especially when a couple of these lineups we trotted out, you know, Scherzer's strikeout day, you know, starts to make a little more sense when was, you look at it. It was the most, like, rightfully angry Twitter's gotten about some lineups in a little bit. Um, and and the Yankees did just, again, all three Houston games, they put out the lineups you would have asked for. Right. Pretty much. I mean, everyone's got their preferences, but... Yeah, and they, you know, having a successful homestand, I think they also took some liberties. Judge set out today. Gio's been out. He should be back, knock on wood. The, the reports around him sound decent. And they let him sit for three days instead of putting him on the IL. So yeah. you assume he's in play to, to do something in the Tampa series. And we survived. I mean, Andujar ended up at third. We ended our last episode with that whole discussion. We thought Kyle Holder might be on the way because he got pulled from the minor league game. Papa Do uh, comes back up and joins the team, which that's really, it's exciting. Like, I know, you know, Andujar clearly has some flaws. If you asked what's his position right now, I don't think we have an answer. Mm. So that's something. But, man, there are a lot of good memories tied to Miguel Andujar. Uh, that one year, he was so good. So the, the one year we got to fully see him, and you got at bats every day. And that being I mean, said, we hadn't seen <laughs> we hadn't seen Gio yet, so we were a little brainwashed. But we like made excuses for the injuries at the time, or not injuries for the bad defense at the time. Yeah. Uh, in hindsight, I I regret ever kind of tweeting nice things there. Yeah, or tweeting that like I can get over it because I, I kind of can't. But hey, man, uh, young ball players, you know I show me the perfect one. We hope we hope there was going to be growth, and now with Luke Voigt coming back, I'm I'm not sure if there will be a role for him. We'll see. I mean, maybe forty goes down. We'll keep an eye on that. That's exciting. Uh, any pitching injuries or updates? I don't think so. Right? Oh, no, day was last. Albert week. Abreu got sent down. Make room for Andujar. Or Andujar because they didn't put Gio on the IL. Mm. Um, and then we kind of didn't use my king until today before the off day. So we'll talk about that. Games. Um, I don't think there's any other housekeeping. There was a weird rain delay on Saturday, but uh, I think yeah. we'll talk about that in the games when we get to it. Should we burn BBD? I think so. So we're still we're still gonna do everything. We're still uh, 
We're going to burn. We're going to give out awards. And we're going to have a little uh, Brian Hoke cameo. So there's the path to the show. Before we do the burns, uh, one ad today, guys. So listen to it. Magic Spoon. If you've heard us talk about it, uh, you know, you guys know us pretty well. Uh, We've been messing up Magic Spoon in the office. I say that in a good way. Uh, We've been eating a lot of Magic Spoon. It's a healthy cereal, uh, zero grams of sugar per serving. Um, It's like keto. If, if you're a keto person, it's it's healthy. Uh, so they've got a bunch of flavors. We still haven't tried. What's the new one? The birthday cake. It's birthday a special cake. edition. I think this God. month's the only month you can get it if you're trying to cash in. So we got to get our hands I've, on that. I've I've heard rumors that, uh, that we should be in luck soon. Okay. I like that a lot. Uh, magicspoon.com slash yanks. Uh, you can save $5 on your order at checkout with promo code yanks. Uh you should just get the variety pack. They have a four pack. It comes comes in one package. You eat a bunch of it. Uh, 140 calories a serving, keto friendly, gluten free, like all all of the keywords they yeah. basically check off. So that's magicspoon.com slash yanks, and then it's promo code yanks. Get their limited edition birthday cake. We're going to eat it soon. We'll probably turn that into content, and we like them a lot. Uh, there's frosted, fruity in the chat right now. They're saying mix them, and that's the perfect thing. Mm-hmm. They like, uh, did they like tell us the ratios of stuff to like make their? You gotta, you gotta do it on your own. You know, I'm sure there's some 70/30s out there. I'm sure some 90 tens. Mm-hmm. You know, you just sprinkle it in there. So go check them out. Magic Spoon discount code Yanks. Uh, they've been awesome to us, and it's <clears throat> it's a really good product. So if it's- you're a cereal person. Go check them out. Yeah. If you like cereal, you like it. You hear it's supposed to be healthy, and like you think, like ah, I'm sure it won't be bad, but like it's probably gonna taste like they're trying to be healthy. No, right? Like, like it does taste is, like actually good. This is gonna be healthy stuff. Like no, it's just good. It's just good. So with that, BBD, let's burn, baby. Are you ready? <sighs> Born. Maybe Mark. Get set. Mm. Burn. A couple Yankees legends linking up in the Bronx. Southpaw Patrick Corbin, who turned down his best man at his wedding's wish to sign a big old contract with the Nats versus Jameson Dione as he continues the start of an actual Yankees career. DJ 26 with another hit, and it's a big fly. How about a leadoff homer for the machine? In the third, Gomes rings the bell as Jan and Josh Homer making it 3-1 Nats. Release the Kraken. Haven't said that in a minute. Is Gary scary? Hey, DJ, bring that back. Thank you, sir. May I have another second homer of the day for LeMayhew? Like splitting a sixer with the buddy. It's three apiece. Corbin and Tyone had pretty similar starts, but the Yanks had an ACDC eighth inning as they took the highway to hell. Six runs, three errors as the Yanks and their pen collapses. This one ends 11-4. Nats final. Ew. Ew. Ugh. You. You is right, man. Uh, so this was Friday night. Uh, this was when James started to become very sick. I, uh, after leaving work, had a couple beers with a couple buddies. The man. Uh, Joe Cool himself. And then uh, I went back. I watched the first couple innings of this game. And I fell asleep on the couch. 
Oh, yeah. Fell asleep 8.30, right? Yeah, fell asleep at 8.30 p.m., uh, woke up at 4 a.m. on the couch with the dog, uh, couldn't go back to sleep, uh, so I watched the Yankees replay. So I did watch this game, but it's tough watching a loss. Did, did you, you know what happened when you started yes, watching? Yes, because I, I scrolled the talking Yanks feed and all that. So, yeah, it was a, it was a weird kind of form of torture. <laughs> uh, but I didn't feel the live emotions at the time. So, BBD, I don't know if you want to start there or, or whatever else jumps out to you. Yeah, I mean, this was, I mean, I guess most of the game was a good game. Right. Uh, just eighth inning, it all kind of fell apart. And I guess, I mean, it comes back to... Like rare culprits, DJ and Judge made the the errors yeah. that sort of changed the inning in the game. Uh, kind of spoiled Tyone's good night. Yeah, JMO he goes six point one three earned runs, ninety nine pitches. Which, hey, end of the day, like we're just trying to get that pitch count up. He recovers from his second. Didn't he record like fourteen in a row too? Something yeah, th- like that. I think his last fourteen, he retired. So so that's good. I mean, we'll we'll semi put that in the win column. Yeah, six point one three earned runs. I mean, mm. coming from where our starting pitching was a few weeks ago, yep. uh, Wandy Peralta's a hero. That's a quote from from John Boy himself. And then yeah, Johnny L's a weird mix of getting hit and also not getting help. Yep. And he lets some hits happen after. So statistically, all earned runs, all that. And and let's be honest, our our bullpen was kind of due. That's why. You know, at the end of the Astros series, we weren't too mad because it was like, well, Chad'll do that. They've been the best part of our team. Year, yeah, like, like the the bullpen's been so good, and it's just Jimmy laid it out best last episode. He's like, oh, Chad always gives up homer in big spots because he always pitches in big spots. So Johnny L's for the season he's had so far. I mean, he was due for this. His ERA was in the zeros. It jumps to two eight nine, and I mean, it's uh, still good. Still really good and tells you about reliever ERA. Uh, Sessa also uh, gets hit around a little bit. Soto homers in the ninth inning. That, like, kind of that swing that makes him special. That that line drive to opposite field, basically. Um, DJ with the two-homer game. Mm. That's pretty big. His Glaber Torres' lack of power had kind of been covering for him. And they were, I mean, definition of porch jobs, but hey, that's where we play. Played in Yankee Stadium. He's getting to face Corbin, who coming into the day he had, I think, four career homers against. Right. He's had Corbin's number. Both played in the NLS for a while. They they faced each other a lot. It's a good matchup. First first leadoff homer of the year, which makes sense because only his second. Yeah, and... I, are, are, you, are we planning to do DJ stuff later? We might. I don't know. That's where I yeah. guess I'll tiptoe a little bit. But he's uh, there's some numbers, so I guess we'll save something for later that show kind of how dynamic and special he is to the Yankees' offense. So uh, getting him going a little more has been, you know, a low key part of this Yankees streak. BBD, Assen, play that louder. Um, and of our sent down. There you go. So there's your answer. Yeah, I mean, kind of makes sense. They they want to get him at bats, so they'll keep Ford on the bench. I'm sure they'll bring Voight back slowly. Mm, gets probably a straight up day off and the DH day in Tampa, especially in Tampa. Um, and then if they probably want to get Giancarlo a day in Tampa too, even though he the DH not yeah. a new conversation. Yeah, and everyone. So there is an off day tomorrow before the Tampa set, so we'll figure all that out. 
Uh, yeah, and then we'll see. I mean, Odor has been running around, so you wonder yeah. if Ford's lined up for him or does Wade hang out? We'll see. But uh, until then, uh, what else was in? Gary homered, 420, classic. Um, sat nice on the shot. breaking ball, hit a bomb. And I think I do need to walk it back a little bit. I was kind of on a Gary's getting close to the starting gig a little bit, especially if he can get a little hot. And I thought this might be it, but what Higgy does the next day, and Higgy's just been really good. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, disaster <clears throat> inning happened. Yeah. 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 It's all – it's okay. Yanks dropped back to 500. See, um, it was – yeah, it's scary a bit in the in the moment because – no Scherzer's the next day. Right. We weren't going to have a Cole game this series. So people got a little nervous. Drop below 500 again. You were hoping when we got over that hump, we'd stay over that hump. It was a really exciting, really exciting homestand up until, you know, we blow the Astros game and then we lose this game. In the, and it's like, yeah. okay, you know, this, this homestand could end very differently, especially with Max Scherzer on the mound versus the clue bot. I think we're ready to go there. Think so. Let's do it. Let's do it. Jake, oh. on your mark, get set, burn. Generals gathered in their masses, just like pitchers who are badasses. We got some Cy Young awards on the bump as Mad Max Scherzer would unleash a fury road. First, the humans must die. Cluebot tries to stay hot for the Yanks. Hey, if there's ever a time to walk in a run, it's when Juan Soto is up. Nats get on the board first. I love it when you call me Hig Pop. Uh, throw your hands in the air. If you're the starting catcher, Higgy ties it up at once. Old friend caught me a starling. Gives the Nats a one-run lead. Max Scherzer, my goodness, sets the record for opposing starting pitcher K's as a bad man, overshadowing Kluber's 5.22 run effort. We're going bottom nine. It gets cold in the Bronx as Brad hands the lead over on a Glaber Torres RBI single. Bunos Cantos, what's love got to do with it? Got to do with it. Trey Tina Turner, Ribby, okay. But nothing more reliable than a Ford. Mike slaps one oppo after showing bunt. Let's do it again. Bases hucked for the Yanks. It is high. It is far. It is a tapper to third. Glaber Torres, the first walk-off hit for the Yanks as they go Kluber to Chad to Licky to Chapman to Justin Wilson with the big inning. Yanks survive Scherzer Day and win 4-3 final. Yanks win. Yanks win. First walk-off of the year is fun. Yeah, and again, just one of those like, wow, it's May. You know, you think you, you think just it stumble just... into one, especially with the extra inning rules and how they technically are this year. Uh... Just didn't happen. Yeah, so peeling back the curtains a little bit. This was a the rain delay game, which mm. was bizarre. Yeah, ve- very weird. Very light, in, especially rain. in hindsight. Very light rain uh, in the Bronx. Um, 
Yeah, they they must have thought it was only going to be like an hour and then clear. It's waiting like almost three hours. I don't know, man. I started going conspiracy theory a little bit. Like maybe they were trying to mess with Scherzer or something. Because, man, the weather really wasn't. Wasn't. If they, if they needed to, they absolutely. weather? Yeah, they absolutely could have played And the it tweets out. were so weird. You know, we're going to get you an update it too. And it's like, it's not really raining. Like <laughs> we could be playing baseball. Um, so let's see. Kluber walks in a run on Soto. Which, again, not too exciting, but the way I phrase it in the burn, like, I mean, the fact he's out of it after that, you know, <laughs> if you listed guys you'd want to walk in a run to on MLB, like, Soto could be your number two answer and people would be fine with it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah most, it cracks most people's top three, I, I, I would guess. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Kluber, so this was kind of a pivot star for him. We we talked about this. Uh, we did the Talking Yanks pregame show on Instagram uh, while Jimmy was surviving because uh, he'd gotten the shot, but it hadn't kicked in yet. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm still putting this as a win for Kluber. You know, 5.2 to earn runs from where we were before his starts against the Orioles and Tigers. Like, that would have been a win at the time. So, mm-hmm. you know. Before I, those starts, that would have been his best start of the year statistically. Right. right. And we, we always do, uh, you know, this start would look a lot different if it was six innings pitch, two earned runs, but 101 pitches and they go to Chad and that's just baseball nowadays. So, um, it's good. And I'm, you know, the Kluber highlights are highlights. Like that backdoor breaking ball to Josh Bell, we've started <clears throat> to see that. He brought the changeup back uh, across the plate. Was that to Soto? Um, that might have been the Tyone start. But he brought a changeup back that was really nice in a big spot. So You can still flash it. Yeah, I mean, Kluber's showing a nice pitch mix, and he's still, you know, coming back. And when we say that, like, I don't know, if we told anybody that we'd be sitting with Corey Kluber on May 9th and he'd be... Two and two with a three oh six ERA, like everyone would have signed up, because uh, we kind of didn't know what we we're gonna get. So <clears throat> good with Kluber, he he gets out dueled, but I think any pitcher in baseball would have gotten out dueled in this day. Mm. Holy crap, man! Yeah, a lot of people very upset about just Scherzer fourteen Ks, and um, I mean I think twenty eight other teams also wish they would strike out less against Max Scherzer. Yeah, so I'm, I'm. I'm not too uh, too worried. I, I wouldn't harp on that. Yeah, but. and I mean he just, he looked good, <laughs> yeah. man. Like he he was dotting some pitches. The strikeout to Gardy stands out. Like like Brett almost you could see his computer going. Like I kind of want to argue, but I know that pitch was awesome. <laughs> it was, so it like was good. I don't way. think I will. Uh, yeah, Gluber. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I mean, Susan had a good quote during the game. She's like, she said, uh, "Everyone's gonna say Kluber was better last time. Well, he was facing the Tigers. It's not the same thing. This yeah. is a good team." Yeah, I think after seeing the Tigers, I mean, there's an argument that 5.2 two earned runs against the Nationals is better than eight shutout against those Tigers. Uh, 
bullpen sneaky does their job. I mean, Litke two shutout innings. Chapman was in some trouble in the extra innings, and then mm-hmm. he he dialed it in. Um, yeah, he had, he let up uh, a hit and a walk. He te- technically it was his worst inning. Yeah, this year, right? He's in. It's a tough spot. I. Th- I guess they haven't said it, but I think they, they've they generally avoided using him in the extra innings because he likes a clean inning, which, I mean, who doesn't? Right, but, same. But I, it, this is the first time in my memory that I can that I can think of him being in one of the weird extra inning games. I, he probably got one last year, but maybe not. He only, he only pitched like nine games. Last year was so weird. Last year was weird. The extra inning thing is weird. Um, Brad Hand, the Yankees just owe him, own him. Uh yeah, Glaber with the rip to third base, just a tapper <laughs> that pitcher couldn't really feel. But hey, perfect spot. We'll take it in. Yeah, I saw it in the chat before. You know, Yankees essentially, I mean, steal a win. Uh, anytime you read that an opposing starting pitcher goes seven point one, one earned run, fourteen Ks, uh, you usually lose that game. Yeah, wasn't that? I think there was a number going around that like pitchers. It, in just in games where the starter gets fourteen or more Ks, yeah, maybe there's some other thing on it. There's like, there were like a hundred and four and four or yeah. something ever. I saw that going around. It's got to be more than one twenty three and thirteen or something. Yeah, there's um, some. Yeah, yeah, that's sounds closer to what it was. What else? I mean, Higgy bomb, unbelievable. You know, a very important run in this game. So that's yeah, that's to insane. get it right after they they had lost. They had. Giving them the lead, you know, bottom half of yeah. The so she didn't have to like sit there in a one zero hole against Scherzer, who was doing that. And how about this? This is a sneaky stat that you rarely see. They were four and four for six with runners in scoring position in that game. The Yankees were really so that's the chances they got. That feels weird, um, but good. We'll take it. Anything else on this, Biebers? Hey. Nothing that I don't think is going to be covered later. Okay. Last okay. game? Last game, I just gave Brian Hoke a five-minute warning, so let's let's do it in five minutes. All right. Well, in that case, on your mark, get set and burn. Domingo on Domingo in the boogie down Bronx and kiss your madres. Happy Mother's Day. Love you, Mom. As Tyson, Rick Ross, the boss, stays scheming. Oh, you didn't know I had Ricky Rose in the back. Huh? Trying to win the rubber match of this three-game set. Hixie, baby, one more time. A-A-Ron gets the scoring started with an RBI single in the third. Bottom six. Oh, first time being able to say this all year. Glaba bombs. Glaba bombs. Torres hits his first homer of the year. Wow, that's insane. It's 2-0, Yanks. Scratch that. Tied game. Domingo's only blemish on the day. Another rumored Yankees legend, Kyle Schwarber, finds the bleachers. Bottom nine, we're tied up. Will Brad hand over another win for the Yanks? Giancarlo, let the rhythm take you over. Giancarlo rips it through the hole like a rolled ankle in basketball the Yankees walk it off Herman to King to Peralta to Chapman Yankees win three to two and win the series two to one final let's go Yanks
Okay. Another fun one. Got a little emotional there. This was another fun one, BBD. Um, the Glaber home run. That was really cool, seeing oh, his really reaction. Um, Stanton had been hitless up until the, in, through that series, up until that final at bat. Uh, Domingo good. Like, mm-hmm. another speed game. Like, the first five innings took an hour. And I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. Um, and then and then it became a normal baseball game, six, seven, eight, nine. <clears throat> Yankees had some rallies. They could have taken the lead in the eighth and handed it to Chapman. They intentionally walked forward to get to Clint. It's pretty wild if you told us that before the season. Um, <laughs> or before today. Yeah. Like still. <laughs> or before today. Uh, Mike King with an appearance out of the bullpen. Still hasn't given up a run. We'll see if we hear about him later. Wandy Peralta, one pitch, one out, and that's obvious. It's the most obvious thing ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, mostly good for Glaber. Uh, bottom of the lineup, Jesus, really didn't do much today. Um, I don't know, anything before we call Hokey? Uh, there was a part of me in the moment that would like, that thought, if I was Boone, I'd consider getting Wandy back out there for more because he threw a pitch. Mm. But in hindsight, like kind of everybody was available with the off day tomorrow. Right. So. That's, and you saw that because I was wondering that with Mike King. <clears throat> I was like, oh, are they just going to let King ride? Like if this is a tied game, will they just let him throw pitches? And no. So they were they were willing <clears throat> to use the bullpen before the off day to win the series, which was cool because they could have not. Yeah, coming in. I mean, Chapman, you knew was going to be used at some point. You figured Justin Wilson had pitched the day before, but only 11 pitches, and he hadn't gone in a while, or he's been used so sparingly lately. So you figure he was available. What a big inning the day before. Lakey probably wasn't available two innings the day before, but Sessa and Loisega both pitched the first game and got beat beat around a little bit, but you figure they were around, so... You had you had your options. They Green was probably lunch. around for one. So in the moment, I was like, oh, maybe throw Wandy out there again. But top four, everybody had a hit. Um, top three guys all got on at least twice. So how about that from the Yankees lineup? Let's uh, let's call our friend Brian Hoke. Let's do it and see what he's got to say. Brian Hoke, MLB dot com. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Right. I just brought up my recent calls. Like I call him all the time. Um, which would be nice. Good start. Calling Roadcast Pro. It's Brian Hoke. There he is. Brian Hoke. Hey, what's happening? Happy Mother's Day. Well, thank you to those who celebrate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much. I know you <laughs> you and I you and I normally catch up every Mother's Day, but it's it's better to do this while we talk some Yanks. Yes, we try to, whenever possible. Did you see uh I weird starting place. Did you see me see Jimmy's post game recap? He looks pretty bad. Uh, yeah, that was pretty rough to watch. <laughs> I did watch it. Uh, Connie showed it to me actually. Um, so we're celebrating Mother's Day with uh with Jimmy's post game recap, and uh, yeah, he looked kind of sweaty. Looked a little washed out. Um, not uh not having a great day, I guess. Yeah, so we we he should he should bounce back. He was sick and then got his vac shot, so he's kind of at the peak right now. We think he's coming down. Um, thank you for okay. taking, thank you for taking time on your Mother's Day to talk some Yanks with us. 
Um, Why not? Where else would I rather be? Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, where do you want to start, Brian? I mean, this this home set home stand in general, seven and two. It feels kind of impactful with Voigt coming back. The the national series itself, after you know losing back to back games, they blow the pen blows the Astros game, which everyone's kind of fine with because the pen had been so good. But then you lose the first game, and Scherzer's on the mound for game two, and things are looking a little scary. This uh, this homestand feels kind of important for the Yankee season. I agree with you. I, the fact that they were able to go seven and two, and they're still not really hitting. Thought would um, the pitching has been great. You know, there's been a couple blips here and there. You, you mentioned the Chad Green bullpen thing, and I, I thought that uh, yesterday really felt like an important win for me because they stole one. They did not deserve to win that game. Max Scherzer strikes out 14. He was dominant. And that just had the feeling through seven innings of a game where it's like, oh, well, you know, they're, they're not going to win this one. But the pitching kept it close. Uh, Kluber did a really good job. The bullpen did a good job. And uh, let them hang in there enough to, to get back at the bullpen. And, man, they are just beating up on Brad Hand. It's one of those situations where – uh, you look at his numbers and you're like, oh, wow, he's having a good year. But every time the Yankees see him going back to last year with Cleveland, uh, they just he can't throw a strike. So uh, maybe they're taking advantage of some things here. Uh, you'd still like to see them get a few more timely hits. They had a, a load of traffic on the base pass today um, and obviously came down to the final, final at-bat of the game with Stanton coming through with the big hit. But um, I, I still feel like this offense is going to get better at some point. And if the pitching continues, and the defense has been pretty good with the exception of that one really ugly inning. Um, man, I, I think that uh, better days are ahead for this Yankee team. So uh, we'll see where they go from here. Yeah, it's 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 exciting that they're not clicking. And at the same time, it's <laughs> there's kind of the waiting on it and, and wanting it to happen. And I uh, I've I've tempered my thoughts a little bit because they are heading to Tampa, which has been a, a Yankees house of horrors a little bit. Um, I, what else jumped out for you this series? I mean, Glaber gets his first home run. Do we think the baseball gods are going to kick in and he's going to get hot? Because that he's kind of been hot just without power. Yeah, that's the thing. He has been getting some hits. Um, you know, even in a situation the other day where. They just needed him to put a ball in play, and he taps that one down the third baseline. Like, he's been coming through in some situations. But, yeah, you've been waiting on that power because uh, the Glaber Torres from two years ago who tortured Gary Thorne and the Orioles and uh, had 38 home runs, we haven't seen that guy yet. Uh, so maybe this does spark the power. I feel like, uh, you know, Aaron Boone has talked about it, and Marcus Timms, too, has talked about the fact that, Glaber's been trying to hit for power, and maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe he just needed to let it come back to him naturally. So maybe getting a couple of random hits there, you know, like I mentioned, the tapper down the third baseline, that was a game winner, the walk-off there. Uh, he, had a, he had another hit earlier in that game. Uh, maybe that's what kind of gets him going to say, hey, I don't have to hit the ball 500 feet. You know, that that's Stanton's job. Let Stanton, let Judge try to do that. Let just try and be Glaber Torres, and the power will come because uh, we've seen it in the past with him. He doesn't have to be a home run hitter. Uh, he just has to make good contact, and the ball will get out. Yeah, yeah. No, that's it's perfect. And yeah, I mean, you you could literally see it in his swings. He would do that first pitch swing where he'd swing out of his shoes, and it just never connected. So hopefully, you know, he kind of reverse engineered it. He started knocking it around, and and hopefully the big flies come 
come in droves, I'll say. Um, let's do, because uh, I want to talk a little bit of the pitching with you, and that's a really fun topic for the Yankees right now. But I, I guess before we get there, and I'll kind of do, I'll sandwich it with the good stuff. Who, uh, or no, we can spin this in a good way. Of the Yankees that kind of have been struggling, I mean, you know, it's, when we start the series with the Rays, it's going to be May 11th. Like, we're we're starting to get into the season now. Um, right. I, I guess who are you either most surprised about or who do you think is going to turn it around? I, I mean, Hicks. I mean, Gary's lost his job. I guess Clint really hasn't been hitting, but Gardy also hasn't been hitting. So, I don't know. Do right. do any of those guys kind of stand out to you? Like, you you either maybe think it's going to come or, or you're just not sure what, what what's going on with them. Well, I think that the guy who surprises me right now is Judge. Judge, and he acknowledged it yesterday in the post game. He was on Zoom with us, and he said, I've been terrible. And so uh, I feel like he's really been searching for something. And he pointed to the Houston series as something where his emotions just got the best of him. He was really trying to dominate that whole series, and for good reason. Like, obviously, uh, you go back a, a few years to the Altuve thing. Like, he really wanted to be on center stage and, and take over that Astro series. And I think he got out of his game a little bit there. And so, uh, you know, I think that over the course of 140, 150 games, whatever Judge is going to wind up playing this year, I think the offense will be there. But right now, it has looked pretty rough for him. And you mentioned a few other guys there. Uh, I guess that of the guys you mentioned, Clint surprises me the most because I really believed, like, this is his opportunity. He's going to come in. Finally, it doesn't have to look over his shoulder anymore. He can come in and, and be the guy in left field. He, uh, he obviously had a big confidence boost last year with getting the Gold Glove nomination. And, uh, you know, I just thought that this was going to be a year where he could come in and, and really prove everything we've been talking about for the last few years about the legendary bat speed and all that. And just haven't seen the production. And so, you know, I feel like it's not for a lack of opportunity. You mentioned Gardy, and Gardy has certainly – got some playing time there but Boone has said hey I'm playing I've given Clint a lot of opportunities too and he's going to continue to get them um you know at some point I, I think it's got to turn around because um this is not the Clint Frazier that I saw in spring training it's not the Clint Frazier we've seen over the last few years so I do think that um you know that would probably be my biggest surprise of the guys you mentioned is that Clint has not just stepped up and and really been one of the guys in this lineup yet yeah it's you know that's that's what he's supposed to have uh, as kind of his baseline. Like, you know, he's we, we've seen him be streaky a little bit, but, you know, when, when Clint hits, it's it's a thing of beauty, and we haven't really seen it at all. And I wonder, you know, it was, it was nice seeing Miguel Andujar in pinstripes. I mean, that's a, that's a guy that pulls at my heartstrings a little bit just because he was so fun that one year. I wonder mm-hmm. if, if he's got to be thinking, and I know he just got sent down, but you know, left field in theory is one of his positions now that if he's, he's probably telling himself if I hit a little bit, like there's still, there's still time in this Yankee season. Um, And, you know, hopefully, and a lot of these guys should be turning around. I mean, this is also happening all around baseball. It's kind of insane. Um, Right. And that's the thing, you know, if you look league wide, you look league wide at the production, the batting average, everything around, offense is down everywhere. There's not a whole lot of, teams that are really just bashing the ball nonstop here so uh it's not an isolated case but in Clint's case I mean the talent is just so real and legit I mean I saw it in spring training I've seen it with my own eyes and um you know it, then to come up here and, and be in the colder weather and 
and to not have it click, that was surprising to me. Um, yeah, the Andohar move kind of was a head-scratcher to me. I figured with Luke Voigt coming back next week, and it looks like Voigt's going to be back on Tuesday, and you have Gio Urshela back on Tuesday, with that all happening, yeah, I kind of figured that Mike Ford would be the odd man out because uh, Ford's another one of those guys who, waiting for that opportunity, has not really seized it. I know he had the one big hit that retied the game yesterday, but uh, I thought that Ford was going to be the odd man out and Andujar would get a little more run. So I was surprised to see that uh, roster move come through. Yeah, I mean, we, we've we kind of theorized Andujar's missed so much baseball that they, they still must just want to get him reps. I mean... <laughs> It's, well, that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's been a while, you know. Yeah, there's no element of just like having him on the roster and not getting him abs every day. Like, what's that doing for anybody? Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. Let's uh, like I mentioned with the pitching, Brian. It's uh, kind of been a 180. I've stopped saying 360 because I've realized that just means you end up back, back where you stuff. are. Yeah. Uh, the starting, the, the, <laughs> it took me a while. Only took me, only took me three decades to figure that out. You are not the first person to make that mistake. Trust me. Yeah. Um, I I guess my eyes jumped to Kluber. Uh, I Yankee fans, we were kind of I don't want to say living in fear because that's a little dramatic, but we hadn't seen Corey Kluber in a few years. We didn't really know what we were gonna get, and I think we're starting to kind of open that optimistic door that. You know, Corey Kluber, if the Yankees treat him like Corey Kluber, if he looks like the old Corey Kluber, you know, we can now start dreaming of, like, the dream one-year signing that the Yankees are going to use him and burn him and kind of treat him like an elite starting pitcher, which I'm I'm not ready to fully jump there after Tigers, Orioles, and then 5.2 touring runs against the Nationals, but I th- I think we're feeling pretty good about Corey Kluber, no? I don't, you know, as far as the Yankees are concerned with Kluber, they shouldn't care if he's Cy Young Kluber because it doesn't matter for what they paid. Like, take the ball 25, 30 times, give him six innings, three runs. That's good enough. Like, you, you'll you take that if you can guarantee that Corey Kluber is a quality start type guy because, like I said, the way this offense is, remember, they're an American League team. They're eventually going to get back to bashing the ball. Just keep them in the game. And that's what he's done. Obviously, he dominated those two games that you talked about with Detroit and Baltimore, but those are weaker lineups. Now, when they get to face teams, they're a little better, and, and those teams are coming here. Just keep them in the game. And that's really all they have to ask of Tyone and Domingo Herman and Montgomery. I mean, you know, Garrett Cole is an elite starting pitcher. He's one of the best in the, on the planet, right? And we've seen that already. So he's your stud. He's your ace. Now the rest of it, just fill in behind that, and you're going to get Luis Severino back at some point. Hopefully, Seve looks like what he was a few years ago. Uh, I don't know if you can bank on it, but uh, I feel pretty good about the, the state of the rotation because that was my big question coming into this year. I figured the bullpen would be fine. I figured they're going to score a bunch of runs. My question was, uh, are these guys going to be healthy? Are they going to keep them in the game? And they've, they've done better than I expected. So if they can just keep this uh, trucking for a few more months here and, and hold the fort until Severino comes back, and who knows what Cashman has up his sleeve uh, near the deadline. There could be something coming. There could not. I don't know. But uh, And then you've got other guys knocking on the door. you got Clark Schmidt, uh, who could be back at some point. you got Davey Garcia, who's been up already once. And Michael King. Uh, Michael yeah. King just looks great. I don't know if he'll be so stretched out enough that he could be a starter for you, but 
I mean, he really has taken a big step forward as far as I'm concerned this year. Yeah, King's been fun, man. I mean, he's uh, he hasn't given up a run. He's been perfect. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, thank you. It's, <laughs> it's hard to be better than he has been, right? Yeah. And uh, his reward has been four times going back and <laughs> forth to uh, to Scranton because, uh, you know, the food is really good in Scranton, I, I'm told. Here's your Uber. Uh, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> right. Enjoy. If you uh, uh, here's here's kind of a, a hokey uh, sports radio question, if you will. If you had to buy stock in Monty, Tyone, or Herman, who would you go with? Isn't there a thing where you can do this? Isn't that like a real thing where you can buy stock and ask things for him and it goes up and down? I don't I'm putting know. you on the spot. Like, I, I've definitely seen an ad for that. Like, I don't know how it works. I think it's some fantasy sports thing. But, uh, okay, to answer your question, if I had to buy stock in Montgomery, Tyone, or Herman, wow. Um, you know, Maybe it's just what I saw today, but maybe give me that Domingo Herman stop because, um, you know, I feel like there was – I thought there was going to be more rust there. I thought that coming off a year where he was doing God knows what because nobody knew. Like, nobody had laid eyes on him for a whole calendar year. Um, and then to come back in to dominate in spring training, win that job, and, and to be holding his own here in the rotation, um, you know, that, that's – that's not easy to do, and and I know he won, he led the team in victories a couple of years ago, and then uh, obviously what happened happened. Uh, but he, as far as the pitching side of it goes, he hasn't really missed a beat. So you know, if I got to buy stock in one of those guys, I think that's probably the one I would take right now. Yeah, his uh, when he throws that good curveball slider, uh, he threw one to Schwarber. I think this, I think Schwarber's second at bat. Oh. We lost we Brian Hook. He was sick of me. Yeah. Should we call him back or? I mean, in theory, we probably needed to leave soon anyway, but we probably should let him finish the yeah, conversation. Yeah, we'll call, we'll call him back. I was going to let well, you. While we're here, I mean, D- Domingo coming into today, his last three starts since like coming back up from the like fake send down to AAA, he, and it's the, the three starts, two five oh ERA. Don't know what today's start did to it. I imagine it. If it went up from two point five, it didn't go up by much. Yeah, but he's just been he's just been really good. He said, "I lost you. Call me back." Did you not like my answer? Is that why you hung up on me? So, uh, producer BBD got pissed at you because he's uh, Monty a Monty Stan. Like really? <laughs> yeah, I hate that okay, guy. Okay, I get it. Fine, Montgomery then. <laughs> hey, Montgomery. No, we uh, we just we lost you. Um, it was yeah. it was good comedy on our end. Um, well, it's only 2021. God forbid we get a decent cell phone connection. Don't. I can't do a technology thing right now. It's still such a weak point for me, <laughs> and it always will be. Like, there's no coming back. It's not going to become more understandable. Yeah. Um, no, this is what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I was saying, uh, Herman, I think the second at bat to Schwarber, he threw a strikeout curveball that you just look at it and you're like, that's, I mean, that's a wipeout pitch. That's no contest. Uh so yeah, and his uh, BBD was just mentioning his past couple starts since he's he's come back, he's looked really good after having that mm-hmm. big spring training, and then he had a couple bleh. But um, BBD, what what else you got on your mind before we wish Brian a happy Mother's Day again? Ugh. I just like Mike King a lot, but okay, it's not really final. Not statement. really a conversation. We like Mike King. He's cool. Well, really thank nice. you very much for weighing in on that. Yeah, that's, yeah no, that's. F- I like I like Michael King too. Michael King is a good dude. 
That's that's the deciding vote. We like Michael King. Um, yeah. Brian, been good. it's it's Mother's Day, and you're taking time away from your beautiful wife and your kids uh, to oh, talk to us. You. So that's I very much appreciate that. Um, did I see? Did Michael K post a tweet that had a book in it? Yeah, yeah, he has uh, one of the first. Yeah, when you're Michael K, you get all the perks, yeah. right? Um, so, yeah, I saw that, and I had to go uh, knock on the door and be like, "Hey, what's going on in here?" So, <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was, you know, uh, one of the that was probably the one good thing about yesterday's rain delay because that was just, uh, man, that was a long day. What was that, Brian? It wasn't really raining, man. I did not enjoy that. I was not a fan. <laughs> I give it one star out of five. One star. Bad rain delay. Glad that's the game that went to extras too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course it did. Yeah. Turn. Uh, but yeah, he had a copy of the Bronx Zoom, which comes out June eight. Um, let me throw in a plug there. And okay. um, yeah, revisiting the uh, the twenty twenty bizarre season that was the New York Yankees and. You know, there's quotes in there from a couple guys that I talked to. Um, one guy is named Jimmy O'Brien, and uh, one guy is uh, named Talking Jake. So, wow. yeah, we actually uh, yeah, we covered all the bases with that 2020 season on and off the field. Yeah, <laughs> you went you went way off the field. You went you went, <laughs> you, went, you went off the tracks with that. No, that was uh, we were we were both over the moon when you reached out to us on that. So, very excited for that D- June eighth. June 8, uh, Triumph Books, and uh, on sale wherever books are sold, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or, you know, hey, if you uh, you DM me, I'll drive a copy to your house. I don't care. I'll do it. <laughs> that's, that's why you're the best, Brian. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, Bronx Zoom, get excited for that. And we're, uh, we love you, so we'll probably be talking to you before then anyways. Well, I love you guys too, so thank you. And uh, I'm glad that we can get all warm and gooey here on Mother's Day. Just a bunch of guys hanging out. Oh, pretty cool. yeah. Bunch of guys getting warm and gooey. That's uh, that's Brian Hoke, everybody. Brian. Wait, wait, wait. Before you hang up on me, wait. Before you hang up on me, what happened with the D-backs yesterday? How did that all come about? So, I guess we could do this now. So, we the D-backs started interacting with us, and we're like, okay, this is cool. We like that. Uh and then we kind of reached out and we had a discussion with them about some, you know, easy wins and stuff we can do. And they're, you know, trying to take advantage of social media, which is really exciting. And uh, so we talked about a few things and then they were coming to the Mets game. So they were like, let's link up. And uh, it kind of turned into, you know, not to go Seinfeld on you, but one thing led to another, yada, yada, yada. And then, uh, yeah, they, they... <laughs> They let us kind of go for it, which was really cool. And uh, uh, Tori Lovello, the head coach, he's like a genuine fan of what we're doing here, which is really cool. Um, head coach? Yeah, man. You are. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Head, head coach. Uh, I guess they call them managers in this, this they game. They do in baseball, yeah. Okay. I, I hate to be that guy. I'm, I'm new to this. I'm new to all of it. But, no, they oh, – I know. Uh, I know. They they rolled it out pretty good and and let us operate and didn't put too many rules and uh so they Jimmy ended up getting sick and dying so he was gonna be more right. of a part of it but uh yeah they they took care of me the Diamondbacks fans were awesome because you always wonder how they're gonna react to like who the hell is this little critter um <laughs> but uh they were great and the the whole internet was great and I think you know not to pat ourselves on the back it's because. We've kind of built a brand on like being good and not 
burning bridges and stuff like that. So it uh, it was really cool, man. It was really cool. That is super cool, and I'm I'm proud of you guys. I, I feel like a proud father because I knew you way back when. So um, happy for all your success that you're having. Warm and gooey with Brian. Yes, Hoke. we are. Uh, Brian, thanks, man. We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. You got it, guys. Take it easy. Thanks, yeah. Brian. That was Brian Hoke. MLB. Handsome, nice guy to us. Uh, thank. Told him beforehand, hey, Jimmy's dead. Would love if you could tap in for a little bit. So that was great. Uh, BBD, let's go to awards. The first one we give out. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Of the Yankees. Yeah. So now this is tricky because Jimmy's the Sunday guy, right? Correct. So I think you got it. It's me first. There were guy. two guys that that I think are, are kind of – Towards the towards the top end of the candidate pool. Okay, so I'll I'll take the one that I think is the, is the kind of easier answer, and and I'll give it to Glaber Torres. Yeah, I mean his stats on the series actually actually aren't particularly impressive. Three hits, but all three hits were impactful. Yeah, well the one the dribbler that the dribbler that uh that walked it off before that the the little bloop to right center that uh that tied the game, and the homer today get the monkey off his back. He's been, it's been so much better lately, and and I suppose the stats aren't fully backing it up, but it's just, I'm just very happy for him for this this series. Yeah, and very happy. You know, I I mentioned part of our successes here, and uh, it's you know we've we've been player focused from the start, like who these guys are, the silly stuff, the thumbs down, going back to that, like. All the stuff, these guys' personalities, you know, finding out that Guardy's, you know, the big prank guy. Like, you know, if you're just watching from the out, if you just watch Yes Network, you think Guardy's like bald, scary hardo, kind of. The last thing you think is that, that he brings com- comedic relief. Glaber Torres, man, when he hit the homer and gave that, let's go. I mean, that's that's a feeling that we've all felt in different aspects of our lives, <laughs> whether it was. <laughs> In college, you made a uh, beer pong shot against someone you hated, whether you're working in your garden and you you just do the edging perfectly or whatever it is. You know, everyone's kind of felt that emotion. And it's, man, you know, it was becoming a story. It wasn't fully loud yet. But it, you know, and you know dude d- hit 38 homers. And it dates back to the 2020 season. I mean, obviously he hit for some more power in the playoffs, so I wasn't worried about it coming into this year. But right. he, he didn't hit for much power last regular season, only three homers, and it's starting to get a little loud. So hopefully this opens the floodgates. I'm just seeing him seeing him happy in the dugout. It's all good stuff. It's nice. It's nice. And, yeah, the, you know, the defense has been solid. He had the, the inning from hell. He had the chopper get by him, which – it's a, from hell, whatever. He got caught up in it. My the he gets charged with an error and by the book. I agree. Yeah, it is. It is. But yeah, he's you know you're trying to make the play at home. I think he could have. Yes, he could have squared himself in front of it, knocked it down, and like minimized damage. I guess. But he's trying to make make right. the play at home. Do it quick. I'm not no, mad at him. That's for a good it. point. He's trying to make a play, so you can be less mad at him. Like it wasn't yeah. just like. Being dumb, he was trying to, he was trying to do something. Yeah. I like that. 
He was like purposely trying to like backhand it so he can be in position to make the yeah. throw home. Okay. Didn't work, but he he's made all, pretty much all the routine plays for for like a month now. Yeah. Maybe I don't know if that if that numbers right. Yeah, and the tan- we talked about it last episode the tangible change. He fields it and gets rid of it. He kind of does the sidearm. He aims it high, like get it to the bag. Uh, Forty's helped him a couple times, which mm-hmm. by the way. Um, I don't know if Ford gets any awards, but Kay said it on the broadcast day. Like, as a first baseman, he's been pretty solid. Makes some nice picks. Like, from the rest of the first baseman we've seen this yeah. year, he pu- he is he is a first baseman. He looks like someone who practiced first base in the minor leagues. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll take that at this point. Yeah. Uh, that's a good pride, BBD. It's a good pride, a sneaky pride. Uh, I'll take the other guy that, that jumps off the map, DJ LeMayhew. Um, <laughs> Two homer game was big for him. It was big for him. Like again, I I mentioned it. Glaber was kind of covering up for his power. Uh Yanks end up losing that game, inning from hell. Uh, but he he had a hit in every game. Double so. double checking. I just closed out of the last game, but I don't. Yes. So yeah, had a hit in every game. He got on base twice today. He got on base twice yesterday, and then Friday was his big game. Mm. Three three hits, two homers. They said the stat on the broadcast. I think in the last eleven games, he scored fourteen runs or something mm-hmm. like that, and that's the most in Major League Baseball. So, yeah, he scored two runs in each of the first two games. And I didn't. I mentioned this one of the previous episodes, and I didn't want to point the finger at him because the whole lineup has had struggles at different points. But man, he really has become. Like, the fire starter of this Yankees team. Like, sure, Giancarlo was hot, and that's awesome because it's dominant, but when DJ's in the mix, and it's because of how good he's been the past two years, like, that feels like this Yankees team. Like, when he's he's not a part of the formula, the Yankees are, like, kind of dead ducks a little bit. Yeah. It it goes from searching for two-run homers to searching for solo homers, pretty much. Yeah. Um, he like during the Astros series, he was also good. I mean, this isn't about that, but yeah. under the radar, his like first at bat of that series before the Stanton homer, he battled some tough calls and and still gets a single. And I guess part the I I did pull up a stat that I almost tweeted yesterday, but Ooh, I didn't think almost tweeted yesterday stat. morning. Uh, this was before game two, like, and I guess it just kind of shows how early the year is, but just. That first game, the three hits, two homers. It raised his season OPS from six ninety seven to seven seventy two entering yesterday. Mm. It's just kind of a. It's still there's still time for his numbers to be just where you want him, even though he hasn't fully done it this year yet. Yeah, and it's and, he's, and it feels a lot better. It's also that. crazy because around the league, numbers are still down. Like coming into today, he had a one twenty three OPS plus, which again, it hasn't felt like DJ's clicked. Mm. But he's still been twenty three percent better than league average, yeah. and I think that uh, going into Friday was like one oh eight or something. I looked at that number too, and now he's all of a sudden he's uh, he's about what you would have expected his baseline to be. And how about this? The past eleven games, so I think I had this stat right from the broadcast. The Yankees are eight and three. Um, eleven games, he scored fourteen runs. Here's his slash line: three forty one, four forty two, a nine forty two OPS. That is the DJ LeMahieu we've seen in pinstripes. So, uh, and yeah, that coincides with the Yankees playing some good baseball. So, D, 
DJ Glaber. How about that? Supposed to be up the middle. Um, they get our Pride of the Yankees awards. What's uh the next one? You Yankee motherfucker. Mm. I'm trying to figure out exactly where to go here. Says up, oh, and I clicked the wrong button. Oh, okay. I'm. Sorry, because I don't, I don't want to give it to anybody, but Never you have do. to. That's the game. Never do. I get. <sighs> I feel dirty doing it, and it's probably undeserved. I'll give it to Anduar. He goes over oh, in the wow. in the two full games he gets, and it's more of just uh, like, like I want you to be to like start hitting so bad because yeah. it's like he's like one of the most fun guys to watch hit when he when he's right. And we right. kind of haven't gotten to see that <laughs> in a very long time now, and yeah. Like please, and it's it's such an undeserved mf'er. Yeah, because like it's your first two games of the year, and one of the games you played first base for the first time, and and you weren't noticeable that game. So, <laughs> like, good job actually. But yeah, but Ofer's Ofer, Ofer's Ofer, and that's man. I I mentioned it at the end of the hope call nine. He's Ofer nine, which hey, you know, nine plate appearances is nine plate appearances. Like you know. It's not, we can't just throw you a ton of opportunity. Like, that is. Like, in a three-game set, that's an opportunity. And, I mean, Andujar, you got to do something to even make it a conversation at this point. Like, you know, you don't, it's been a long time. I had someone, a friend of a friend, asked me this weekend because he knew, he's like, oh, you do the Yankee stuff. He's like, "Where? where's everyone at with Andujar? Because, like, he was the guy. Um, he's... The next series, he gets nine at-bats, which he just got sent down, so we'll see when that is. You know, if Andujar threw up a three for nine, still probably gets sent down, but I, th- I think it makes a conversation. There's at least people, and there's probably people mad about it on Twitter right now anyway, um, but if he, if he does something, he, he has a good chance to make the trip to Tampa. At least, at least survives one more until Rugi's back. Because mm. I mean, Ford and Void are, are rather redundant. But you know, I mean, Hoke Hoke just said it to us. He expected Ford to be the odd man out, with Void expected to be back. Well, and and there is some and Ford did something this series, and and Andor kind of didn't. There is so. some playing time to be had. I mean, there's injuries. There's Rugi's out. There's you know, think about some of these guys that are playing. Like, but. Yeah, no. Voight and Urshela aren't combining for six games played this week. Yeah, yeah. Against the against the Rays. So interesting. Um, uh, John Boy, a guy from Twitter, uh, reached out to me and he said his pride is Brad Hand. So tough break for Brad. Actually, congrats, Brad. That's Brad. tough, man. He uh. Against the Yankees, like, I just, his stuff kind of can't get past them. Yeah, it is it is weird. I, I meant to bring this up earlier. I mean, he, think about what his last two games against the Yankees were statistically. I mean, this game it was .1 innings, one earned, and mm-hmm. yesterday, one inning, one earned. Uh, and he's been, like, good this year. He's been good in his career. Yankees beat him in the playoffs. And this year, beating him back-to-back days, his ERA is still below two mm. and reliever ERA stuff. So he's been good. It's like, it's a, it's officially he has a Yankees thing now. A like thing. We face him again, which I guess, interleague, we kind of aren't, aren't gonna. Yeah. But 
Uh, it's a, it's go, a thing. We probably go there at some games, point, right? We'll see. Um, Lost yeah. weight on four pitches today. After this home trip, yeah, it's it's tough to give out an MF but I like the Anuhar one. I think I'm going to go Hoke kind of hit it on the head. It's Clint, man. Mm-hmm. You know, Clint, he hit the homer in that Astros game we were at, the final game, short, short porched one. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just it's been a constant waiting game for Clint to get hot, and it just hasn't happened. His he's numbers. almost done it like three times now. There's been a couple times that you're just like, is it gonna happen? Is it gonna happen? And it hasn't happened. He's one for eleven in this series. That's oh ninety one. It's not good when your tool is hitting, and um, it we missed it when we went through the games. He did have his most egregious dive that he didn't need to die for um, <laughs> in the first game. I mean, my ask throughout is that Clint just catch the ball. And we've kind of gotten to that point, more or less. Mm-hmm. You know, the dives have been pretty funky. You know, we've yep. got the glove face in the wrong way. We Sometimes had, I'm blanking on which series it was. We did have those series recently that, that he didn't catch the ball. But. Yeah, no, he had that one, the, the first play of the game. Uh, and, yeah, you know, we've had a lot of debates about, you know, does he need to die for this one? Does he need to die for that one? And it's probably 50-50 if uh, that one in Friday's game was not. Uh, mm. He, but, but at the same time, it kind of was the best, the actual best catch he's made. It was a solid catch. Is a good catch. Didn't need to dive, and that just sends everything into a whirlwind. And more importantly, one for eleven this series, and he's out there mm-hmm. to hit. And his stats on the year now are, let's see, Clint Frazier after today is hitting one forty three. Enter today seventy two OPS plus. He's got a 566 OPS. Like, you know, if you go around the team and you say, like, and you just make it simple, like, what's your role on the team? Um, Like, Clint's would be, oh, you hit. And he's just not doing that right now. So, uh, interested to watch as the playing time game develops. Mm-hmm. As and I mean, Gardy's not doing much of anything either. So maybe Andujar gets hot at Triple A. Uh, so those are the MFers. Tough. Been a good homestand. Two wins. Whatever. It's out of the way. It's done. Yeah, it's what, done. What's dead may never die. Um, regular old awards. awards. Got an award, BBD? I do. I hesitate to give this one first because I don't think you're gonna. Go to this guy, okay. but it's the award I came up with first when I realized I was gonna, I was gonna be giving awards today. Uh, this is the BBD was a weird kid award. Any okay. any guesses who it's gonna go to? BBD was a weird kid award. BBD was a weird kid award. Uh who else was a weird kid on the team? Uh, like Mike Ford? I don't know. What do you got? I'm giving it to Brett Gardner. Okay. He, well, I think I just closed it. I want to have the numbers right. Sure. Numbers, numbers, numbers. He hits the double today. 
that a bunch of likes by yes Ooh. so he had his uh 1396th career hit today he was in the top 25 for the Yanks all time ties yeah. Greg Nettles now as a kid i watched like every yankeeography mm. like a, like we had the tivo automatically record, record every yankeeography yeah. and i've i've watched like all of them probably double digit times okay so like if nobody's asked the question, but if someone asks, so like, who's your favorite Yankee you never like got to see? Mm. Like Greg Nettles is yeah. kind of my answer. Nettles is a good one, um, and he was like my dad's favorite. Yeah, so his like, highlights are awesome. Yeah, like I have like a weird, like what, we retired eight twice to do nine twice. Get him in there because so Gardy gets the award for ti- for just for tying Greg Nettles in career hits. For tying Greg Nettles, got it. Okay. Because I was a weird kid and know way too much Greg Nettles information. Gotcha. Um, okay, I like that. Uh, yeah, on the broadcast today, the the Yes Trivia was the four guys that had played 1,500 games for one team. It was Gardy, Ryan Zimmerman, Yadier Molina, and Joey, Joey Votto. Votto. Joey Votto. So... Yeah, man, it's one of those weird things. I saw, I Trav know, got hot with the uh, with some Guardy stuff. I know, you know, war is a unique stat, and it's Not measuring stuff we don't fully know. But yeah, I think who tweeted it out? It was like the top twenty MLB guys. It's like the top twenty, war. like just active career war leaders. And it's you know a lot of guys that you could guess and rattle off. And Brett Gardner is also in that in mix. the middle of yeah. Them. Uh, so he's had a really nice career, and real Yankee fans appreciate Gardy. Like Sweeney Murdy, some of my favorite tweets ever were like, "You must not go to the stadium because everyone there fucking loves him." And I was like, "Sweeney, let's yeah. go." He's been getting like when he's been a late game sub, they like roll call again for him. Yeah, according to tweets, I guess I haven't gotten to see it, but it happened at least once. Yeah, no, it <clears> has. Uh, good award. BBD was a weird kid. Award. BBD was a weird kid. Award. Um, okay. Fantastic. Thank you. Fantastic. I will give out the... Come on, man. Award. On man award. Come on, man. It's tough. It's a tough one to guess. Would is it Aaron Hicks? It is. You did great. You did great. Uh, you know, we had a little reminder today. Three hole Aaron Hicks. And he had the big RBI single in the third. It was the Yankees only hit for a while because they had four walks and one hit. And it was Aaron Hicks's RBI single. Seeing Hicks in the three-hole again. He had a walk today. He had a hit today. Series wasn't great. He's another one, and I guess this is where it changes. So I mentioned, you know, Clint Frazier on the team to hit. Aaron Hicks, that's not his only role. He's supposed to be the center fielder for the Yankees and play good defense out there and have, you know, decent range and a good throwing arm. You know, seeing him in the three-hole today is like... Come on, man. You know, like, 
his stats on the year right now. He's hitting 198. The 640 OPS. Like, even if you're not a Hicks guy, you know, that's not Aaron Hicks. It's just not. Like, Aaron Hicks is a solid ball player. And he's looked better. You know, obviously him having a tough start from the left side, you know, hurts a lot of his stats. The strong side of the platoon. Right. You're going to get the majority of your at-bats there. He, uh... He's starting to look a little better, and I know Yankee fans, sometimes we get frustrated when he was three-hole hicks because we did this discussion a lot. There's other guys in the lineup that you just say, as a pure hitter, they should be above him. Aaron Hicks should be a fun guy in this lineup. It's If he's in, in the three-hole for a day, good. If he's five, sure. Seven, why not? He's a switch hitter. That can do it from both sides of the plate. That's an awesome player to have. Got some pop. Gets on a lot. So, you know, like, even if if Clint gets going, you know, Gardy's still going to grab a day or he's going to be a defensive replacement. Like, Hicks is out there. They traded Talkman. Like, we can't dream about that. Gardy can't play center field every day at this point of his career. Aaron Hicks is going to be out there. He's looking a little better. Um... Let's go, Hicksy. Come on, man. You got this, dude. You got this. So he's getting going. Come on, Hicksy. Yeah, I like... And Hicks has been better lately. Like, it's clearly yeah. better than it was. Yes, definitely. Like, I like I, I tweeted out some Hicks stats yesterday morning. Mm. Uh, I believe since April 30th, I was trying to, to calculate... I'm trying to factor in today, so the math could be off. But since right before May, mm. so I almost he he would have gotten my next award. I think ah. either like a Mister May thing, or I was I was hesitant to give it out as a stepping stone because it's a May. vaunted award. Whoa. Yeah, that's I don't think we're there yeah. yet. But he and for this series, it wasn't really deserved. But and since then, three eighty five batting average, two eighty four four eighty four on base, like. He's getting on. Yeah. He's starting to hit a little bit. He's hit the ball hard a few times from the left side. So he's, you can see he's the going. light at the end of the tunnel coming. But He's going. Love me some Hicks if he can get it going. Otherwise, it's kind of tough. What's your final award, BBD? A final award. I was scrambling a little bit, and I think I've figured out where I'm going to go with it. Okay. Um, I'm going to give out the... Don't be bait award. Don't be bait award. Mike King. Not Mike King. I'm giving it to Justin Wilson. Okay. Interested. I yesterday when when Wilson was coming in at the end, I, people were scared. Yeah. Because he's had kind of three bad appearances in a row and and all that stuff and and like he's like jumped him in the pecking order. And and I tweeted about like I don't know I just don't feel the same emotions it feels like Twitter's feeling like I still like generally like I'm, I'm fine with Justin Wilson I don't like I don't yeah. care I'm not just trying to argue he's been good but uh you know it's it's starting to click like maybe and we're trying we've been on Tuesday we're gonna be doing our our voicemail episode and trying to figure out um like who trade targets might be I mean Justin right. Wilson kind of makes just enough he might be. The guy we're sending somewhere, Ooh. and we just add we added Wandy Peralta. 
Interesting. Kind of does the same like roles role that we we thought we were getting Wilson for similar money stuff. So he, so just you can play yourself out of it and okay. make yourself very necessary. And you've had a good career. I trust his close to ten year career more than I trust the last three games being bad. And he was and he was great in extras yesterday. But uh, so I'd, ra- I'd rather you not be, and we just use you because having good bullpen pieces, you can kind of never have too many. But no, that's that's a great point. So don't be bait. That's a great point. With Wandy, with Licky, if you're looking at it from the lefty perspective, if Wilson doesn't get it going, you know, and we talk money stuff as trade deadline comes up, yeah. I forget That's what his literal salary is, but he at least will, will get you a little bit off. Right. Whatever. If, to make it fit. Yeah. If you're doing. He's got one of those. Player option buyout thing, so I'm not going to pretend to do the math, but yeah. somewhere around two eight five, but it would be prorated at the deadline. Yeah, whatever the luxury tax hit, I don't fully know. But yeah, if you got to squeeze something in at the deadline, if they go, say they're going to go discussion. get some outfielder. Or, I mean, I mean, look at look at the Nationals or something. We just saw them. Maybe they're pretending they're in it, but also want to do some salary stuff. We, you know, the Yankees love. Schwarber and Bell, but let's say it's Schwarber. I wouldn't be thrilled with it because he kind of has been bad this year, but we just saw him hit a Yankee Stadium homer. And this is getting into what Tuesday's episode is supposed to be. Yeah, I think if if they trade, I think it's got to be pitching. Yeah, uh, that's what I would do. But in theory, the way the outfield's playing, they might be targeting outfield. That could become a conversation. And you can do some, like if you're the Nationals, you're like, oh, well, we're reinforcing our bullpen. We're trading from a position of strength because we kind of have a full real lineup. So both teams can talk themselves into they're actually just adding here. Okay. Just a trade that comes to mind because I just saw Schwarber hit a home run in Yankee Stadium, and you know Cashman loves him. Mm. But Okay. I don't know. Wilson might be the guy going another way. Okay. I like it, BBD. It's an interesting interesting thought process. He did look great in the extra innings. and If he can know. just be good, that's the best. Like It's the, best for everything. I think, you know, dude's had a really good career, and I don't think his Peripherals are crazy or anything like that So like he should get it going Like it's the tough life of being a reliever uh, Interested though Because you're right I mean a couple couple hiccups Get on a hotter seat real quick um, So don't be bait Was that? Yes don't just be trade bait Right don't We're be, just sending you the other way Don't be bait That's a real talk man yeah. Don't be bait I guess if you're good, you might still just be bait and we send you somewhere anyway, but David, I'd like you to be here. David Peralta in the chat. Easy with that. It's a big weekend. It's a big weekend. Um, I am going to go with... Hidden Under the Garbage Award. Hidden under the garbage award. Wow. Yeah. Prestigious. Hidden under the garbage. Prestigious. I don't I don't have a guess. It's going to Aaron Judge. Mm. It's going to Aaron Judge. Hoke mentioned it. You could see it online. Aaron Judge has been in a bad way for a little bit. Some people have been saying it's the worst he's kind of looked in pinstripes, at yeah. least since since that like twenty seventeen year, yeah. oh for months. Yeah, um, 
it's even that bad. And you know what? The Yankees just had a nice homestand. Seven and two. There's a lot of other guys in the lineup that ain't doing it right now. We're getting Voight back. There's a lot of excitement. If Judge had been doing what he's been doing and the Yankees have been losing, whoo, there'd be a lot of loud Judge combos. And his numbers on the year still look fine. Mm-hmm. Fine, not great, below Aaron Judge level. Um, let's see, coming into today, he was uh, two for his last 26. 24, excuse me. And uh, today... He, he gets the he pinch got hit one, walk. A pinch hit walk, that's right. They sat him. Um, here's what I'll say. People go hot and cold in baseball all the time. All the all the damn time. Uh, the Yanks were winning. 14 strikeouts in those 24 at-bats. You know, we hit seven in a row strikeouts. Times were bad. He had the error in the outfield. Mm. We're alluding to some injuries. So, and I know Jimmy's mentioned this on here and JJR a few times, and I think everyone did this in their different way. Jimmy's dad would take him to McDonald's, and he'd say, hey, Make sure you throw the McDonald's under other trash. So if mom looks in there, doesn't see that we went to McDonald's. We all did that in our different ways. Whatever mm. you were throwing out. Had, you, everyone's had to throw out something that you got to bury a little bit. You you eat the last cliff bar, and you don't want people to know that you had it. You want them Shut to still it think to it's bottom. in there. Yeah, you know, there's there's all sorts of tricks. We all do it. Um, So let's, for this series, let's do that with Judge. You know, there's a lot of other conversations. We just ran through them all. You know, Judge, it's down there. You're going to get the double off day pretty much. I mean, he walked today. Mm-hmm. Whatever. That's something. Off day tomorrow. We're heading to Tampa, which we can kind of start having that combo a little bit. It's going to be interesting. You know, the Yankees just had a nice homestand. They're feeling good. Two games above 500. The season's going. Pitching's been good. Uh, Voight's coming back. Tampa's killed us. Tampa's I mean, get, Tampa, killed us. I haven't looked at their at their their you know, run differential or anything and yeah. in, in their record in, in the last week or so. But for most of this year, at least, they've been like kind of a a bad team against everyone besides the Yankees. Yes, yes. And I would assume that still holds up. So it looks like I mean, just. Awesome. I brought up the probable pitchers, and they have Monty, Cole, and Tyone mm-hmm. for the Yankees. Raise our TBD, TBD, TBD. Right. Let me see if another website, if roster resourced. While you, while you do that, I'll, I'll do some judge stuff. To sure. Tie the bow on your award a little bit. The, he did get a timely hit this series. No, it's it's a fake hit, but it dropped. Sure. So it happened. There's an element. I mean, this slump predates it, but he he did lose his protection a little bit, just with Geo going out. And so hopefully, between Geo and Voight coming back at at points in this Tampa series, hopefully one of them will slide back into the four. He'll be his protection again. He starts getting a little better pitching. I mean, he's had Glaber behind him, so it's yeah. not a full. It's not an excuse at all, but. There's an element hey, of it. It's been better when, and we saw what happened when Mike Ford bat behind him. They just and he was right. Hot. Just it, walk him and move along. There's been noise on Yankees Twitter. Judge is so big in the Yankees that it can get loud on national Twitter, mm-hmm. and he's a step away from that. So, 
Watch out for that. It says that the Rays have lined up Yarborough, Fleming, and Hill, three lefties. Mm. They have also messed around with openers. You yeah. guys, <laughs> They're all guys that could be openers. You guys know that. Um, it looks like they're dodging glass now. They do have an off day, so I wonder if he'd be on time for the last start if they really want it. Mm. We'll see. We know the Rays are going to raise. Uh, Pete Fairbanks is back, uh, is. My, my crazy-eyed friend. Uh so yeah, I'm. I think uh, didn't they get him back, but lose someone else the same day? We'll remember soon, I guess. They might have Arches hurt, Trino, Swaka, Luis Castillo or something. Yeah, Castillo's okay. hurt. So yeah, I mean they man, it's uh hey, maybe this is another guy who should have gotten an award so far. Go look at the Rays injuries, and then go look at the Yankees. The Yankees, knock on wood, wherever you are. Uh, shout out to Cressy, man. I guess because mm. the Yanks have been pretty healthy, full real year. Um, so I'm sure jinx that yeah. and people hate me. And we've been <laughs> we said it. That's we said it a few times, and we, we did happen to lose two guys uh, last series. But right, right. But it's all it's all good. So it's far, good. so good. No complaints on the injuries here. Let's see anything else from Jimmer pride to Brad Hand. Oh, Jimmy said Chapman wouldn't throw his secondary pitches with runners in scoring position. Something he's going to have to work on. So, something to watch. Interesting. Uh, you wonder if that depends, Gary and Higgy too. We'll yeah, see, is he, check on that. Yeah, I'm curious if if he's saying that that's like today specific. I guess it, nobody got it on base today, so it would have been yesterday. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Higgy was in. Higgy was in. Yeah. So interesting to watch that. Sure. Uh, Stanton. He hasn't had let guys on this year. Stanton with a low key blast series, but he gets the game winning hit. So hopefully, and he walked. walked Three three times. Yeah. It's it's, uh, so not as they were today. So just today was a good game. Gary hit the homer, and then he had a uh, he had like a homer scare at the end of the bad game, where he Mm. almost got one. I know yeah. people were tweeting out like, ah, oh, you know, it just can't even felt get good. that. Yeah, it would it would have felt pretty nice. He um, Gary's on base percentage is good. Do with that whatever you want. Higgy hit a homer. Uh, Tyler Wade is coming in and running when he's on base. Uh, bullpen, Sessa Licky. Licky's been really good for a little bit now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even let me butter knife Licky and then we'll get out yeah, of here. Butterknife Licky. I mean, even when he. Got off to kind of the slow start. You could point to weird stuff that happened, and you could give up homers when he was like in his fourth inning of work. I mean, he's not supposed to do that. I mean, I'm labor weirdness. Probably gonna tweet this out now. I mean, Licky's last eight games, nine innings pitched, zero earned runs. Yeah, and and even when you're doing that, like the Statcast stuff loved everything he was doing. They love it. I mean, even his his stats on the year right now look really good. Nineteen point one innings, a three two six ERA, like. Licky's a part of our bullpen, yeah. big I mean, time. Alluded to it earlier, he's jumped yeah. Justin Wilson in in the pecking order. He, you know, Day and Britton have been out. He's been kind of he's been part of the the winning formation. Yeah. BBD, let's wrap it up. You've been beautiful. Appreciate you hopping in. Everyone, tweet and thank Brian Hoke for coming on. Hoke is the best. We love him. He's been nice to us since day one. Um, everyone tweet at John Boy and leave your five star review. It says, you know, get better, John Boy, and say something nice about him. Pick him up. We're a team. We're a team. Everyone that's been live in the chat, 
appreciate you guys so, so much. Uh, you're the best. You guys are the best. We'll be back Tuesday, voicemail app. We want to get some trade deadline mm. stuff. If you're one of the one of the guys who likes doing nerdy GM calculator stuff. Right. So we we laid this out before. You know, it, we're not doing any $20 million contracts. I think we're doing mm. 10 mil max. If they're above 10 mil, we, we you just can't assume a team will be willing to eat it. So let's we'll get we're probably going to land on 3 to 5 guys that we want to follow through this season. And, you know, maybe we'll call some shots and we'll look good in a couple weeks. Um, Because I do think they left that buffer in there for a reason. Um, They're not, they're not, it'd be really hard to envision them going three trade deadlines in a row. Just leaving it. It's like technically we've done two trades already during this season. Yeah. No, or something's going to happen. So we will talk to you guys Tuesday. We'll also be doing the pregame show that day. No game tomorrow. Um, hey, thanks everyone. I know it's uh, tough. We all we all miss Jimmer. He's uh, obviously been <laughs> he's been all of this. So give him some love, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Tell him, Grandma. Oh Yankees.